Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, the global game on tonight will have Adam Peacock in the chair with Broski alongside him. So Simon Hill having the evening off. Mr. Peacock is on the line. Good morning to you, Adam. Matty, yeah, uh, Simon must have a gig with his band. Yes. Like, might be opening for Harry Styles oh, around could, the country. I'm not sure. He could be. Good doing some shoeys over there somewhere. Um, hey, you got a fair <laughs> you got a fair bit to talk about. So I know that you're going to have Craig Goodwin um, as part of the show tonight. But you broke the news this morning, and we sat uh, we saw this when we were pr- uh, preparing the show this morning. It's huge news, mate. Matildas and Socceroos yeah. with matches against England. So flesh it out for us. Yeah, unreal news. Uh, so basically, at the heart of it all is Football Australia have gone to both Graham Arnold and Tony Gustafsson and the Matildas and Socceroos programs and said, what do you want? How do you want to prepare for these tournaments, you big tournament? And they're like, well, we've got to a stage where we could play friendlies against teams ranked 50 in the world, but why? Let's let's now test ourselves, especially from the Socceroos who, who went to the World Cup and, and proved themselves on the world stage and went within a whisker of, of pushing Argentina to extra time in that round of 16 games. So they've gone back and gone, right, oh, we'll put the feelers out. And these these are complex negotiations because they're, they're, they're basically um, contracts per game so that each team has a certain amount of home games and away games to play in international friendly windows throughout the year, scattered throughout the year. And, and England had a spare one for their men in October. So Australia said, right, let's, let's, have, a, let's have an old school Australia but England battle at Wembley. And that, they've jumped at that. And... Uh, the Matildas want to continue playing top-level opposition before the World Cup um, in July, so they've locked in a game in April against um, the England women, the Lionesses, who are the European champions, and I have got them as favourites for the World Cup. So, right. yeah, great great cup of fixtures for our national teams. You mentioned, you mentioned the World Cup and obviously the Matildas, so I see now that this will mean that the Matildas will have played eight of the top ten nations in the past two years once they get to, to meet England here. So... Is this as a result, because I can imagine how complex those negotiations would be, but is this as a result of the standings of the Australian men's and women's teams that we can have these conversations and lock these kind of games in? Yeah, well, firstly, the women's side, that, that that's an easy one to lock in because yeah. the, the respect is there and, and in concrete for the Matildas um, and hosting the World Cup, and it's great for them, eight of the top ten. So you go in there to the World Cup and there's no surprises. There's no oh, we, we didn't play any, enough against top-level opposition to find out where we're really at. Or that they'll, they'll have full exposure to that knowledge when they get to their opening game on July 20 against Ireland at Stadium Australia in Sydney of the World Cup. Um, for the Socceroos, I'm, I'm not entirely sure if we get bounced out in the group stage and don't win a game. I'm not entirely sure we are able to lock in a fixture like this yeah. against England. We, we might have been able to, but it certainly helps the notoriety of Australian football performing at a World Cup. And you look at Harry Suter. So he, his cause of being a Premier League footballer or hope of being a Premier League footballer is exponentially helped by his performances there. And Brendan Rodgers knew about him at Leicester City before the tournament, but absolutely wanted him out of the tournament. So that, that's what happens when you perform at a World Cup. Mm. Um, good things happen in, in many strains. Yeah, exactly. And playing at Wembley Stadium. So I'm surprised 
Socceroos have never played there, never played an international league. Yeah. So back in the day, a lot of, like, England toured here a lot. Um, I remember in 1991, there was a game at the now Allianz Stadium in front of a packed house. Um, and a few other times in the 80s, we played at the old sports ground, I reckon. Um, but two games in England, one in Sunderland in 2016, when England were moving their national team games around, another one in 2003, a famous night at Upton Park, where Harry Kuehl and co tore England to shreds in the first oh, half yeah. in particular. Um, and there was some fantastic tabloid journalism on the front pages of the English papers the next day. I think one of them said Kanga Poo. Um, so <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of history there, but to play at Wembley, um, yeah, fantastic. So a huge occasion for um, for the Socceroos and, and an earned one as well. Yeah. Do we know any details around broadcast? Anything around that? Uh, it'll be on, it'll be, I'd say it's part of the Channel 10 deal. Yeah. So it'll be on Channel 10 early hours of the morning. Have we clicked into, yeah, we would have clicked into a bit of daylight saving. So I think the kickoff they said for the uh, Matildas game and the Socceroos game, 7.30, 7.45 over in England. So the Matildas game, oh, that'll be early, early. Um, but by the time daylight saving kicks in for us, it's, uh, for the Socceroos, it'll be a bit better. But, yeah, early starts, but worth getting up for those two. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you'll cover that tonight on the Global Game. Um, A-League, I see that Warren Moon's been sacked from the Brisbane Roar effective immediately. And when you start to get the kind of losses that he's had uh, over the over the recent past, the writing must have been on the wall. So what do they do next? Yeah, they've appointed, it seems, I don't know if it's an interim basis, um, a, a man I don't know too much about, Alex Green, um, who's out of the local scene up there, uh, which flies against what I thought they might have been able to do. That They had a few options, I would have thought, with the local scene up there and, and um, guys with a lot better, bigger reputations. Ben Khan is one. Um, Adam Pettick is, a, is another that's been around the scene up there, but they've gone for, for Alex Green. But Warren Moon, yeah, he's... Good guy. He, he did all he could. I mean, the resources at that football club have, well, yeah, leave a lot to be desired because they don't have a training ground. They don't have a home ground. Or they play up at Redcliffe, which is basically like a Sydney team playing in Barara. Um, I, I just don't understand where that football club's going. And, and I feel a bit for Warren Moon, who yeah, tried his best and he brought a lot of local players through the system up there at Brisbane Raw. But when you compare Brisbane Raw to what they were 10 years ago in winning a third championship in four years, it was, and they were playing in front of big crowds at Suncorp Stadium to where they are now, totally different football club, unfortunately. Yeah. And you go out with a draw as well. I mean, you you can kind of wear it if you get sacked after a loss, but a draw, I mean, that's got to, that's got to hurt, doesn't it? But uh, we'll see what they do. All right, mate. So Craig Goodwin on the line tonight with you. Broski alongside you as well. We look forward to that from 9 o'clock. Thanks for your time this morning. Sounds good. Cheers, mate. Adam Peacock there with the global game this evening. Yeah, Warren Moon. So 22 wins, 22 draws, and 31 losses from his 75 matches in charge. Um and they've certainly had it stacked against them. Don't forget about the Brydon's Lawyers, your verdict competition. You pick one NRL winner each week for your chance to win $2,500. It's pretty straightforward. Go to sensurvivor.com.au, sensurvivor.com.au.